Hi, I'm Leah Lane, an award-winning travel writer and author of Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, Delights from 100 Countries. On this podcast, we share conversations with travelers about fascinating destinations and memorable experiences around the world. Southwest Germany has long been associated with cuckoo clocks, and that's charming. But this German state in the very heart of Europe, bordered by France, Switzerland, and Austria, is filled with grand cities and fairy tale castles, picture postcard villages, traditional festivals, great museums, and Christmas markets. The state of Baden-Württemberg in southwest Germany includes the Black Forest, Swabian Mountains, and Lake Constance, and famed cities including Heidelberg, Baden-Baden, and Stuttgart. We're going to explore its delights with Natalie Dietl, team manager of international marketing at the State Tourist Board Southwest Germany, and Cornelia Starr, head of global marketing at the Baden-Baden Tourism Board. Welcome, Natalie and Cornelia, to Places I Remember. Hello. Hello, Mira. I'm very happy you're here. Let's start with the cities of Southwest Germany. Some have great shopping or buzz with student life. Others are bases for music, art, and culture. I think Heidelberg is one of the most beautiful cities in Germany. The castle, the old town, and the river Neckar, surrounded by hills, has inspired poets and artists as well as travelers. Tell us more, Natalie. Yes, Heidelberg is a really lovely city. It's in the north of the state, in the Kurpfalz area, we call it in German. It has a really lovely old town, and I like Heidelberg, to be honest, most of the time in December because they have a lovely Christmas market. It's held in the whole Old Town area. So you have several booths and stalls all over the city um, where you can stroll through the Old Town and enjoy a meal wine. And I think that's a really lovely time in Heidelberg. I like all the cafes, lining market plots. It's a very charming European setting. I always think of Europe that way with, with lovely cafes all around in the Old Town. Heidelberg Castle is beautiful sandstone building on a hill. I think it's Renaissance architecture. Is that correct? Yes. And you can walk up there or either take the, the railway up there and uh, then you can explore the castle. And it, the organization which takes care of it is the State Palaces and Gardens. And they have more than 62 monuments in total. So there's a lot more to explore than the Heidelberg Castle, to be honest. And they have a really special tip. So they offer the Sloss card or the Palace card. And it costs $26. And then you have free entry to 26 of these 62 monuments. And I think that's a great deal if you want to discover some of the monuments we have in the area and explore all about the history in the state. I found that Heidelberg University there was founded in the 14th century. It's really interesting to walk around there and see the old buildings and imagine what it was like then. Okay, Cornelia, how about Baden-Baden, which is considered Europe's most elegant spa town? I know Romans came for the 12 natural thermal springs, and from 1700 onwards, Europe's aristocracy flocked there to take the waters. So tell us about it. Yes, that's true. It was like the summer capital in the 19th century. So basically everyone wanted to go in summer times to Baden-Baden to enjoy the water, you know, to take a bath in the thermal water or even drink the thermal water. So our thermal water within Baden-Baden is very rich on minerals. So it has a healing effect on your body and on the soul as well, of course. And today we have two public spas. So one is a more modern one, 
But the other one, and that's really like a hidden gem, it's over 140 years old. So you can really experience the very traditional way of bathing, which makes it very interesting. And also because it's a nude bath. So it's oh, really? Free. Yes, it is. Is so it a mixed nude or separate? Um, it's, it's on most of the days in the week, it's mixed, but they oh, do have okay. separate days as well. So I can really suggest everyone to go there once. It's it's a great experience, though. Especially really. in the heat. <laughs> it is. It is. That's the funny thing, actually, because you would think warm water would attract people to go there in fall and winter times. But uh, usually, even in summer times, the thermal baths are very, very well for people because it just feels still nice on the skin even the warm water so that's surprising well when you get out of the water it's so nice and cool that's the other yeah true yes absolutely and I I just remember walking with all the beautiful flowers along the the main alley the the main uh, promenade of the town just beautiful flowers everywhere in the summertime I'm sure all through the year there are different uh, plantings and so forth what about the casino Oh, the casino is also another highlight. So it's not only the spa, as you can see, but also the casino. It's one of Germany's oldest casinos. And the interior design is really beautiful. So it's resembling French royal palaces. It's like a step into another world. So you can really feel it's a great atmosphere. Yeah, even, I mean, really, even if people are not into gambling, I always suggest them to go there once. Because it's it's a great atmosphere. It's nice to watch the people gambling as well. They have a restaurant, a very nice one called The Grill. There's a bar as well and a club. So it's really a great evening event. 2021, I know UNESCO named Baden-Baden as a World Heritage Site. And I'm sure these are the reasons. The beauty yes. and the history. Not the nude bathing. I don't think that has to do with it. But in general, I, I just remember it as a beautiful place to visit. Very, very European. What you think it of is. Europe. How about Stuttgart? That's the capital of Southwest Germany's Baden-Württemberg state. And car buffs should take note. Tell us why. Natalie? Yes. So Stuttgart is not only the capital city of the state, but also the founding place of the automobile. So we have two car factories here, Mercedes-Benz and Porsche. And both of the car factories also have a big museum in the city. You can visit both of them. And it's just really special. So it's not only about the, the car history. So you don't have to be total into cars. I don't myself am a big, huge car fan. To be honest, I don't really have any uh, sense for all the automobile and technical stuff. Um, but Nevertheless, it has a lot of history. The Mercedes-Benz Museum also tells you about German history in general, which I found really interesting. You have in both museums audio guides in, in several languages. And also the outside of the buildings are an architectural highlight in the city. They are really, really unique. And you can also, being in front of the building, you can see how special it is. I, I remember the history of all the cars. When you go there, there's, I, there are all kinds of famous people who have driven Mercedes and Porsches. Can you can you name a few of the historic cars that are there? So we have some really special ones. There's a bus from the soccer team of, the, of Germany. And that was the bus who brought the team back home in 1974 after winning the World Championship. And then we have a car um, 
with which Prince Diana drove in 1991. Furthermore, you can see one of the cars the Pope used to drive while he was driven by his driver, of course. And then last but not least, also one of the cars was used by Nicolas Cage. So I think there's a lot of uh, choices, uh, VIP cars. In the well, movie. I remember seeing Emperor Hirohito of Japan. He was the emperor during World War II. And that car had chrysanthemums etched into the car. So each of these are custom. Many of them are custom cars. So they're wonderful to look at. They're one of yes. a kind. And they have the first which the first car which was ever built. So and this was from Bertrand Benz, the, the wife of Carl Benz who, who invented it. So and and I think that's really unique. And the first Benz, car ever, ever, ever anywhere. There is a the Pope Mobile there. I know I think I remember one of the yes. cars. Can you race is there a, a time that a person could drive these cars or race them even? Is there any time during the year? No, they don't the do it. No, they don't do it in, in public. They don't offer that, unfortunately. What about the, the castle, the Rosenstein Castle? Yes, it's in the north of the city. It's also one of the monuments you can visit with the palace card. And also from there, you have a really nice view over the city. It's in a re- really green area so you don't really feel like in the middle of the city center that's really special too yeah i remember a wonderful zoo and gardens as well flowers are beautiful in that whole area now when i toured southwest germany i realized that the trees were very green so why is it called the black forest (laughs) well legend has it that when the romans crossed over the alps and they discovered our area uh they had this huge mountain range in front of them after the Alps and it seemed so dark and that's why they call it the Black Forest. Okay that's like Greenland and I went there I thought it would be green but it was pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a PR thing to get people to come way back. You have Lake Constance, you have the Swabian Alps, you have river valleys so there's lots of room to have outdoor activities. What are some of the favorite outdoor activities? So I think the best way to discover like concerts, for example, is to rent an e-bike, an electronic bike. And they have um, a biking path going all over the lake or all around the lake. And I think that's a really special um, experience to discover the lake from the different spots. Then, of course, in the Black Forest and on the Swabian Mountains, you can do mountain biking or hiking. We have some of the most high, best or the best hiking paths in Germany. And I think last year, Baden-Baden was the premium hiking path in in Germany. Okay. So, you know, there are prehistoric finds that I visited in the Swabian Alps. Can you tell us something about the ancient caves there? Yes, there are several caves you can visit, and they are from the Ice Age. So they are one of our UNESCO World Heritage, and it's like one of the oldest, and you still can some see some paintings on the wall from from the ice age times and then you have the ice age uh, figures which uh, have been found in the caves and you can see some of them for example in the museum in uh, Tübingen in a city close by on the Swabian Alp it's a lovely city with a really lovely old town and there in the museum, you can also see the prehistoric founds of the ICH caves. Again, those go back maybe 43,000 years, so they're really outstanding. There are lake dwellings around the Alps, which are past settlements of the Bronze Age, the early Iron Age. That's interesting, too. I read that the oldest wheel in Europe was found there in this area from around 3000 BC. So there's lots of ancient things to look at. Yes, definitely. So the lake dwellings, to be honest, start 
in the area of Upper Swabia, if you want to be completely correct. Then in the in the south on Lake Constance, you have another pile dwellings on the lake you can discover. And we in general we are adventurers. So the, the oldest wheel has been found here, but also in Karlsruhe, the bicycle has been found. So oh, really um, the bicycle yes. and the car and the wheel. Wow. <laughs> we reinvent a lot of things over Whoa. the years. I'm very impressed. I had no idea. <laughs> what about the winter activities? Cornelia, can you tell us some of the things that you like to do in the winter in Southwest Germany? Of course. So in winter times, especially in Baden-Baden, you can ride, for example. Especially in Baden-Baden, in winter times, you can do, for example, a nice horse carriage ride through the white Lichtenthaler Allee Park and Gardens, which is like the green or winter times, then the white stretch in Baden-Baden with lots of beautiful trees. Or, of course, go to one of the nice events taking place at the festival hall, like a nice concert or a beautiful ballet. So that's something that people like to do in winter times. Besides, of course, going to a nice thermal bath. A thermal bath in the winter. Sounds great. Yes. Well, then you have cross-country skiing, of course, snowshoeing, all these wonderful outdoor activities. And you have cozy inns, I assume, all through the area where you can have a log fire and what would you have to drink when you're sitting in front of the fire? What would be typical? Of, of course, you would have some mulled wine. I mean, that's that's the typical winter drink in, in Germany and especially in our region. You drink it at the Christmas markets. So there's a beautiful Christmas market in Baden-Baden as well with several different varieties of culinary delights. But of course, if you meet with friends outside, outdoors or indoors, you also have a nice mulled wine. That sounds good. Speaking of Christmas markets, I know they start about four weeks ahead or lead up to Christmas. And what are some of the best ones in the area besides Baden-Baden? Of course, Baden-Baden is one of my favorites. And then when I mentioned earlier, Heidelberg is a really lovely city around Christmas due to their Christmas market. Um, I think one of my secret ones is in the little town of Gengenbach. Um, it's not so known, to be honest, not not in uh, other countries, at least. And it's really special because the town hall of Gengenbach has 24 windows. And in Germany, we have a tradition, and it's called an advent calendar. So little kids have their advent calendar, and every day they open a little door and they found a piece of chocolate. And Gengenbach turned their town hall into one huge advent calendar. It's actually the biggest advent calendar in the world. So each evening at six in the evening, they open one of the windows in the town hall and you can see there will be some live music and you can see a famous painting from different artists. So they have a special theme and that goes for two years. And the last two years, they showed pictures or paintings from the book, The Little Prince. But in earlier periods, they also had uh, Van Gogh paintings. So really, really special. And that's right on the market square. So you also have the, the Christmas market there. And I think that's a highlight because it's different than, than the other Christmas markets. Sounds wonderful. It's wonderful to get inside information like this and not see so many tourists, perhaps. Tell us about an unusual festival that you like, either of you. Which, which is a special festival for you of the area? So for me in Baden-Baden, very specialist New Pop Festival, which is organized by regional radio station, basically. It's a festival which is stretched all over the destination, all over Baden-Baden. 
So we have different kind of concerts. And what's quite special, the concerts are always with newcomers. So you're not having the very big names rather than, you know, smaller ones, you don't know a song. And then it turns out they're going to be, you know, very well known. So, for example, we had Ed Sheeran years ago when he wasn't that famous. And that's what I really like about the festival. And that's one of my favorite ones. That's fun. I know there's seven UNESCO sites in Southwest Germany. And they span from 40,000 years ago to the present. My favorite is the frontier of the Germanic Roman Empire. Can either of you tell us about that? The Roman Ration Limes. Yes, it's a really special UNESCO World Heritage Site. And it's on the Swabian Alp or more on the eastern part of it where you can visit it. And there's also a museum in the city of Aalen, which tells you all about the frontier line and the history which comes to the this special wall and what you can discover there. So I really recommend a visit of the museum, which tells you a little bit more um, about the history. Yes, there's also wonderful modern architecture. Le Corbusier? Yeah, that's right. That right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can have modern and ancient all in, all in the same place. So that's what about some of the other arts, performing arts in the area? Stuttgart's ballet is really, really famous. So there has been several articles already about it in the New York Times, really known worldwide. But also we have in Stuttgart the theater. We have Museum of Modern Arts, which is really nice. So Stuttgart is the really go-to place when it comes to, to museums, arts. But also, of course, uh, Baden-Baden. I mean, Connie can for sure add something to their museums because when I was the first time in Baden-Baden, I was pretty impressed how cozy the city is and how much museum and culture you have there. Love to hear that. Yes, that's true. So in Baden-Baden, we have the Museum Frieda Burda, which is a private museum of contemporary and modern art and is very well known. They have great exhibitions. Every three to six months, they have a new exhibition And there were big names like Gerhard Richter already, or Nolde, Picasso, and also Banksy. Do you know the painting Love is in the Bin? We were actually in Baden-Baden, the first museum which had this painting in their rooms. I remember a performance in a castle courtyard. That's very special. I think it was a concert. Many of the castle courtyards have this kind of presentation, correct? Yes, that's correct. So also really famous is Schwetzingen Palace and uh, the garden there. And in summer there, have a lot of open air concerts. And some other thing is, for example, Karlsruhe. Karlsruhe has a palace in, in, right in the city center. And from the end of August until mid of September, they have something called the Schlosslichtspiele. So it's all about, it's a light show actually. And it's in front of the museum. So everybody, because it's still warm, everybody is sitting with their picnic blanket in front of the castle and enjoying the light show. And that's really unique um, and a special experience as well. Sounds like fun. As an avid traveler, I'm always concerned about sustainable green travel. Can you give me a couple of examples of green travel in Southwest Germany? Natalie. Yes. So we have several certified sustainable holiday destinations. One of them is the little village of Bayersbrunn. It's right in the middle of the Black Forest next to the Black Forest National Park. And then also the Black Forest Highlands right in the south is a certified holiday destination. And they have something really unique. I think they have a holiday called the Red Inclusive Card. And with that, you can also use their electronic car sharing for an, a special amount of time. I think it's an hour per day or and then for an additional time, you have to pay a small fee. But it's the perfect way to travel sustainable in the area. 
And in general, in the whole state, you have a perfect train connection. So the Deutsche Bahn, uh, the German train company, has a really advanced um, system. So from Stuttgart to Baden-Baden, you can go, you can easily take the high-speed train and be there in, in an hour and a half approximately or go to Freiburg or Heidelberg, etc. So especially the cities are really easy to visit with the train. Wonderful. Well, the name of the podcast is Places I Remember. So would you each please share a memory or story about Southwest Germany? Cornelia, do you want to go first? Yes, of course. And of course, I'm going to tell a story about Baden-Baden, so what I connect with the city. I'm actually born and raised in the region, so not in Baden-Baden directly, but in, in the surrounding area. And my parents, actually, they just loved going to Baden-Baden for a nice event, like a concert in the festival hall. And for me as a kid, yeah, well, I, I didn't really love going to Baden-Baden, but I loved going there with the one person, and that was actually my grandma, because she always took me to the Merkur Mountain, and that's the highest point of the destination. And there's going up a Funicular Railway. So the Funicular Railway was like the best ever for me as a child. And guess what? Since nowadays, my favorite place in Baden-Baden is the Merkur Mountain. So that's where I still love to go. And wherever, you know, whenever someone asks me where to go in Baden-Baden, I definitely recommend going to the Merkur Mountain. That's very sweet. <laughs> Natalie, how about you? Yes, so actually my favorite experience is not that long ago. Um, it was my first time I went to the Black Forest Highland down to Lake Titisee. And it was in October 2021, right after the pandemic and when everything calmed a little bit down here in Germany. And we had a group of US travel advisors and it was so uncertain if they could come or not due to all the regulations. And I had the big luck to accompany them for a whole week. And it was perfect because, like I said, it was my first time down there. And it was already October. And we went with a boat on Lake Titisee. And we drank a Federweiser, which is the new wine you get in September, beginning of October, when they freshly harvest it. And it was sunny. And it was really warm, considering it was already October. And it was a lovely setting. And I think... Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments in Baden-Württemberg. Sounds beautiful. Well, Natalie Dietl, Cornelia Stahl, thank you so very much for sharing about your lovely Southwest Germany. It really is what travelers seek when they go to Europe. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Leah, for having us. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to our award-winning podcast. We've recorded over 100 episodes of Places I Remember, so follow us on any podcast app. And new monthly episodes are also on YouTube with gorgeous video. My book, Places I Remember, is available in print and Kindle, and I read the audio version. Follow my travel writing at Forbes.com. Contact me at the links in the show notes or on my website, placesiremembrelealane.com, and keep making your own travel memories.